0: cliffcentral.com. Let us um, chat to Sean Sanders now. Sean is on the line. We're talking about cryptocurrencies, as we do every week with Sean. Jesus, Sean, what the hell happened yesterday, man? I saw Bitcoin drop to like $29,000 at some point, and Ethereum is floundering too. It's now at uh, 2016. What what happened yesterday to get everybody in a flat panic? Morning, Gareth. Morning.
1: It seems to be the Chinese crackdown that happened earlier this week. It seems to have just stemmed over and you've had a lot of retail investors, that's everyday people like you and I, getting a bit scared and selling off. But I think there's maybe another story actually playing out in the background here, which you're not seeing yet play out in the mainstream media. It's certainly not being reported. And that's, you've got this crackdown happening in China, right? Which means Mm -hmm. that you've got most of the mining, about 60% of all Bitcoins mining uh, that happens in China Is now having to relocate to other regions around the world. Now, how do you relocate these massive mining farms? And when you think about a mining farm, you really do have to think about a building. Like you're talking about a 20-story building having to be relocated of mining rigs and all the rest. You need to get quite a lot of capital in order to do that. So, how do you get this capital? You're probably selling the Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency reserves that you have. So, I think Uh you're seeing a lot of supply come into the market at once, and that's just been compounded with fear, essentially, at the end and people selling off. Cryptocurrency.
0: I mean, China is already not my favorite country because of, oh, you know, the small matter of a virus that's killed some three million people that they managed as badly as you manage a spaza shop if you're a drunk. But let's just um, look at China, for example, and, and, and just take very seriously for a second the fact that the Chinese government are, are very, very unhappy about Bitcoin because it's something they can't control. Um, this is something that perhaps you could use as a template for other governments, too. Uh but China is really showing their their hand here. They're showing what kind of um of people the Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party government really are. They don't like the fact that there's some decentralized currency that people can trade in that isn't controlled directly by them. Um is this just a is this just the tip of the iceberg or is, is can China do a whole lot more to damage Bitcoin? And how do we recover from this?
1: This isn't really new news. That's the funny thing. China's done this loads of times before. I mean, you had the same sort of scare in 2017. You had the same sort of scare in 2019. And now you've got it again in 2021. You're going to see it again. China's going to clamp down. I mean, you can't have an idea of a decentralized peer-to-peer digital currency uh, that is literally opposing the idea of this digital one. So I don't know if a lot of people know about this, but China's probably leading the pack when it comes to launching their own digital currency. And a lot of people ask us sort of what's a digital currency, like isn't Mm. the currency that we use today mostly digital, but no, what this actually means is that the government will have a digital one with sort of, like software built into it really, which means that you could essentially track exactly where this currency sits, who the money's been paid to. And uh, at the end of the day, we haven't really been able to see too much about how exactly the digital one will work, but it probably makes sense that if you're launching the digital one, you don't particularly want Bitcoin um, operating in society. And I mean, if you think back just to last week, you had one of the biggest developments ever in Bitcoin's history announced uh, with El Salvador essentially accepting Bitcoin as legal tender. Now imagine that you start seeing some other countries essentially take the same approach, I mean, that could be a big risk to China. But I think also if we take a step back, I mean, just looking beyond the noise that you're seeing now, mm-hmm. um, Bitcoin's still 180% up year, uh, year to date, well, not year to date, sorry, over the last year. It's okay. about flat since the start of the year. Okay. Ethereum is still up to about 560% over the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Zoom out a little bit further than that, two years back, and you're looking at 840% return for Bitcoin and 1,100% for Ethereum. So this is still a growing market. It's almost inevitable that you will see a pullback I mean, this has been a sharp pullback, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I think still, you need to think about the bigger picture Yeah,
0: You're telling us that we have to have perspective about this, which I think is a very good way of looking at things. Okay, but why did Ethereum come under such pressure then?
1: Uh, the cryptocurrency market is still quite highly correlated. Okay. I mean, this is an immature market. Uh, we actually are putting a piece together on this now. So Elon Musk tweets the market moves. Why? Because you've got a sentiment driven market. Mm-hmm. Um, people think that's very unique to crypto. That's not really that unique to crypto. Think about it: the Federal Reserve comes out, they change interest rates, the entire bond market sells right. off. Uh, you have Trump tweets, and all of a sudden the stock market well moves. Let's, so not, uh,
0: let's not forget in this yeah. country when uh, Jacob Zuma appointed Des van Rooyen as finance minister, you saw what it did to the rand, and and people are used to that kind of uh, of, of, of up and down based on on political vagaries.
1: Yeah, I think just the difference in crypto, it happens to be slightly more uh, exacerbated, right? The moves up and down sure. aren't two, three, four, five percent; they can be ten, fifteen, twenty percent. Right. But that's why you have to look at the opportunity here. I mean, we've said this before. I've said this on your show, you know, over the last two years, loads of times. Mm-hmm. These really big pullbacks. I mean, it's what Bitcoin's at thirty-four thousand dollars now. Ethereum at two thousand dollars this can be the biggest opportunity to get in. Now, I'm not saying run into this market. I think that would actually be really silly advice. But I think this is a good point to, you know, if you haven't invested yet, to actually say, listen, let me allocate a little bit of money to this area. And I would definitely not really uh, allocate it a big portion of funds to this area right now. Why? Because the market can still pull back a further 10%. It can pull back a further 15%, 20%. So if you allocate some money now, you allocate some money again in the future, and again in the future, and you keep kind of periodically doing this over time, you're going to be able to get the average price. And this is called dollar cost averaging. So this is the way we recommend 99% of people go and invest in this market. And that way you can sleep well at night. It's not emotional investing and you're sort of getting the average price over a long period of time. And Hopefully, you know, you as we expect, the crypto market will continue to grow, and this will end up being a $100,000 Bitcoin market in the next five to 10 years, which is still our thesis.
0: Well, uh, Therence Cameron says, uh, Sean, you look stressed. Are you stressed about this, or do you see it all in <laughs> proportion like you're telling us <laughs> to?
1: No, no, I'm not stressed about this. We've seen this before. We've seen much bigger pullbacks before. I mean, this is like the sixth or seventh pullback, uh, over 50% in crypto. Right. I think what you're seeing is just uh, a Cape Town winter that is keeping oh. me very pale. That's, so I'll that, be working on the mascara and all the jazz for the next, <laughs>
0: the next chat. And uh, Scott Campbell says, the I'll see you at 100K Bitcoin crowd seems to have gone very quiet.
1: Uh, they'll be back. They'll definitely be back. Right. The laser eye guys and girls, I'm sure you've seen them on Twitter and all the rest. Yeah, they, They'll be back. I think ultimately this is how it works every single time, right? I mean, you get this big explosion in price. Everyone kind of all of a sudden becomes it's the same as footballers, right? Like you get a yeah. football team that's doing really well, all of a sudden everyone starts supporting them. Then when, you know, they're not doing so well, everyone What's, sort of goes um, elsewhere. It's what the was,
0: what was the agreement we made? What price did it have to drop to in order for you to do the, the show without any clothes on? What was the amount that we said that I, was? I believe you said twenty thousand dollars. Okay, well hopefully it doesn't get there for you, Sean, because it's also very cold, so that's not gonna go well. I want you to know that
1: this was the first time I started listening in the last five minutes.
0: <laughs> See, not everyone—not uh, not everyone's as excited as Short and I are about uh, cryptocurrencies. But there we go. So, for crypto, right? I mean, you've t-
1: practically got like half of cryptocurrencies sort of like spread animals on your top.
0: That's correct. You've got the foxes, oh, wow, the, you're the right. owls, yeah. I, I told do. you
1: I understand. I understand everything about crypto. Everything.
0: Well, Sean, you'll keep us updated. I mean, this is obviously, you know, we're in we're in a we're in a boat here that is is sailing through some pretty rough seas. But you know, these are the same people who were thrilled when just a couple of weeks ago they were cashing out at like sixty thousand dollars a Bitcoin and saying, "Yeah, I'm going to buy that house that I've always wanted," because there were people doing that, and and good for them. I see Vinny Lingham, who we both know, is uh, on a trip to Iceland. And obviously, he's had a good couple of weeks because Vinny knows this crypto market, too. And I think he must have sold at the top. And he's probably buying some more right now.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, (laughs) I think there's some interesting stuff going on there. So watch that space. Uh, No, I don't think a trip to Iceland is a good uh, indicator of anything, really.
0: You don't think so? It's a, it's I think uh, it's beautiful. A trip to Iceland. It's the most I don't know. Apparently everybody who's anybody wants to get to Iceland at the moment. You know who's a huge fan is um is Rich Holland who we've had on the show before. He said it's the most magnificent place he's ever been. You have the northern lights at night, you have these waterfalls, this blue blue water, you have these magnificent
1: And listen, it is beautiful and oh, I would like God. to go live somewhere like that forever. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. So it's not exactly where you go to, I think, to like pop bottles and,
0: (laughs) Maybe maybe, that's maybe that's where the guys, but I think one thing that's
1: interesting to note, and I don't think anyone that's listening will actually go do this, but we've been on the show for a while, right? Go back in time and look at all the different, just like, suppose the headlines or the headings. Of the different podcast episodes. And mm-hmm. I mean, we've been through this on the podcast before, right? It was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is doing so well. And then, mm-hmm. oh, it's not doing so well. I mean, and it's doing well. That's like just how yeah. this market works, right?
0: Well, we need to know exactly what's happening. And you're the guy to tell us. Thank you very much, Sean Sanders. Good to talk to you. And we'll chat to you again soon. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Cool, man. You can, go, you can go along to... Rev- bye,
1: bye, 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 can go bye, There you bye, see she's, bye, doing, see the, she's doing the five Sorry.
0: buys that Sia hates. Uh, Sia hates when people say buy a hundred times. Bye-bye now. Um, Take care. You can find out more if you'd like to go to Revix.com where Sean will, uh, with his team, give you all the updates. And you can also go on there and, and start to diversify your portfolio. You can buy a whole bunch of, of different uh, cryptocurrencies in an index which they rebalance every single month and you might want to just check out all the information they've got on there too. It's very, very good, and you will find all the relevant updates to keep you on top of things.